0: This episode of Heat treat Radio is supported in part by Geocorp Incorporated, a complete manufacturer of thermocouple supplies, including thermocouple assemblies, thermocouple wire, thermocouple connectors, thermocouple protection tubes, as well as field instrumentation calibration lab services. Geocorp, on the web at www.geocorpinc.com. Hi and welcome to this episode of Heat Treat Radio. I'm your host, Doug Glenn, and today we're going to talk to Justin Sims, lead engineer at Dante Solutions about heat treat modeling. It's a pretty interesting topic. With all the advances in sensors and computing power, the heat treat world is moving further and further away from the mysterious black box processes of yesteryear and is allowing companies to model specific processes and specific materials in advance so that there's less guesswork and more profit. Dante provides the means by which companies can accurately predict what's going to happen to their part during the Heat Treat process. Before we start our discussion with today's guest, Justin Sims. Did you know that Heat Treat Today has four industry-specific e-newsletters? If you're in the aerospace industry, automotive industry, medical or energy industries, you can subscribe to one or more of our e-newsletters that is specifically prepared just for you. If your interest is aerospace, go over to www.heattreattoday.com slash subscribe and sign up to get your industry-specific e-newsletter. These e-newsletters are chock full of interesting heat treat news and technology specifically targeted at your industry. And while you're over at the site, why not sign up for a free copy of On-site Hydrogen Generation and Its Benefits for Heat Treaters, a free Heat Treat Today ebook prepared in cooperation with Nell Hydrogen. You can get there by typing the following URL into your browser. That's www.heattreattoday.com/ebook. No hyphens, just ebook. Now let's get back to Justin Sims to hear a bit more about him and about Dante. So we're here today with Justin Sims from Dante Solutions. And Justin is the lead engineer there. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, heat treat simulation, things of that sort. Now, Justin, uh, I'm going to let Justin introduce himself in just a moment here. But Justin also is the author of an article that just appeared in the March... 2020 uh, issue of Heat Treat Today, and the title of the article was "Process Innovation to Reduce Distortion During Gas Quenching." And it was a pretty interesting article, uh, something worth reading if you haven't seen it already. Uh, so it has to deal with uh, Dante Dante controlled gas quench, which was pretty interesting. So Justin, first off, thanks for being with us, and secondly, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, let's just start with that, who you are and how long you've been in the industry and that kind of thing. So, welcome.
1: Yeah, good morning, Doug. Yeah, so I got my bachelor's of mechanical engineering from Cleveland State, uh, graduated back in 2015, and I actually started interning at Dante in 2014 um, and went full time in 2016. And I've been lead engineer, principal engineer at Dante. Uh, with mainly responsibilities of managing projects, training our Dante users, uh, offering support to our Dante users, uh, help develop our patent-pending dante control gas quenching process that you had just mentioned, um, and then also a little bit of IT, a little bit of marketing, sales, shipping. Being kind of a smaller company, we kind of do
0: it all over there. Tell us briefly about Dante.
1: Yeah, so Dante Solutions is a engineering, consulting, and software company. So we offer consulting services as well as licensing our software. Uh, we mainly focus on the aerospace industry, auto, indus- auto industry quite a bit as well. Um, we've been starting to get into the mining and energy sectors also. Um, like, like I said, we're kind of a smaller company, so there's six of us right now. We have two two to three guys that mainly focus on the software side, and then the rest of us kind of focus on more of the training and the support and uh, the consulting side of the business.
0: Dante is located near Cleveland, Ohio, and Lynn Ferguson, who has been in the heat tree industry for many, many years, was one of the founders. So let's talk a little bit about the the genesis of that of the software. Would you I mean would you say the software is the core product that that Dante Solutions offers?
1: It is it is um we mainly stay in consulting to stay current and to give those users who don't have the capability to run our software, either they don't have the hardware or they don't have the analyst to be able to to do such a thing. So we still offer our consulting services for them, but mainly it is our software is our main line of business. Um, and Dante was actually formed back way back in 1982 as Deformation Control Technology, um, and we changed our we changed our name in 2014 to actually actually reflect more of the software side. Um, so that's when we changed to Dante Solutions. Um, The project itself that Dante came out of actually started in in 1994, 1995, and it was a collaboration between uh, Ford, GM, Eaton Corp., and then four national labs. Uh, I believe they were Los Alamos, Sandia, Oak Ridge, and Lawrence Livermore, I believe, Um, and and then us as deformation control technology. Um, And the whole project came out of because those large automakers were claiming millions of dollars of lost scrap from distortion. So it was starting to become a major, major issue. And they wanted a way to be able to model uh, the process and and to be able to optimize the process a little bit better. Um, So after that project ended, Dante somehow ended up with the software, um, which has worked out well. So we've been we commercialized it, and then we've been updating all the material models and the material database for the last 20 years. Um, so it's actually come quite a long way.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm curious, Justin. How? So you say that started with uh, Ford, GM, eating the in the national labs and things of that sort. But then you also said that a lot of your work was aerospace. So how, I'm curious how did you how did you segue over into aerospace?
1: So it, it just happens that the aerospace components cost a whole lot more than the auto industry components.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So
1: it was kind of a natural fit there that, that once they realized that this software was viable and, and could do what they needed it to do, then, um, and aerospace seems to be a little more receptive to modeling because their parts are so expensive.
0: Let's try to put a little flesh on the bones here. So I, I want to know what for a, for a manufacturer who's got their own in-house heat treat, all right, aerospace, automotive, energy, whatever, what makes this software attractive? What makes it viable? How, what, why would somebody want it and why, did, how, why and how do they use it?
1: Yeah, so uh, let's start with viability. Um, so the, the first thing I guess I would like to say is that it, it's easy to use. Um, we've, actually, we've actually developed, so first, Dante is a set of material routines that link with Abacus or Ansys finite element solvers. So these are solvers that engineers and analysts in the industry already know pretty well. Um, so, so there's not a lot of learning of new software. Uh, all it is is essentially um, Dante is is really just a material model. So all you're really responsible for is a material name, uh, what what microstructural phases you're starting with, and then we have the ability to modify a few of our control parameters, um, activating different models. Uh, we've introduced stress relaxation and carbon separation and carbide dissolution and all these different models that you can activate. Um, but the, the biggest thing that that kind of trips people up and it's not Dante itself, it's more of understanding your process. Um, and we like to work with people a lot on, on trying to help them understand what type of thermal behavior their processes are actually imparting on components. Um, and and we've, done, we've done a lot of work with, with setting up um, they're essentially quench probes and to be able to t- turn around and take that back to heat transfer coefficients that get put into the model. So as far as Dante is concerned, it, it's, it's fairly easy to use. And we've also developed, uh, they call them in an ANSYS, they call them ACT's. They're ANSYS Customizable Toolkits. And it's essentially a series of buttons. Um, so, so you would click on these buttons, you would fill out information, and then essentially run your models. Uh, Abacus, for the new version of Dante, we've also developed a plug that essentially does the same thing. So Dante's become very point-and-click. Um, and, and in this world, I think people like that simplicity. And, and, and then I, I suppose... Uh, The next big one would would be the accuracy that everybody's concerned about. Um, And our accuracy is due to the models that we use and the algorithms that we employ. Now, there's two types of accuracy, and I kind of touched on the the boundary condition accuracy, and that's uh, how your process behaves thermally. Um, And and that, that accuracy can be tough to get. Um, It's very, very doable, and we've helped people achieve some some really amazing accuracy. The the relationship I like to use here is that, because most people know um, static loading models, a lot of engineers have ran static loading models, and the loads that you put on these static models are going to determine what deflections you get. If your load is not correct, then your deflection will not be correct. So in in heat treat modeling, the thermal boundary condition is your load. So the more accurate your heat transfer coefficient can be, the more accurate your results are. Um, but with that being said, you can still gain a lot of valuable information from being close enough. Um, and and we'll we'll kind of talk about a little bit about that with with the uses and whatnot. But the but the model types that we use. Um, so the first important one then becomes the the mechanical model and we use a multi-phase internal state variable model now this model helps in instead of looking at um, a conventional plasticity model considers stress as a function of strain only where the internal state variable model actually accounts for the history of deformation by relating the stress to dislocation density so it actually accounts for the history of deformation, which is very important um, as, as the steel goes through all the stress reversals that it does going through the process. Um, so our mechanical model defines each phase, so austenite, perlite, ferrite, bainites, martensite, martensite, all of them, um, as a function of carbon, temperature, strain, and strain rate. Um, It also accounts for the TRIP phenomenon. So, And then our analytical, our our phase transformation model, uh, we like to use analytical models instead of TTT, CCT diagrams. And we do this because you don't get any transformation strain information out of the diagrams. So you have no idea how much it's deforming. Um, so, in order, in order to figure that out, then, we like to use dilatometry um, tests to fit to our analytical models. And our, we also account for carbide growth and dissolution during carburizing, uh, which is becoming a, a major point of interest due to the high alloy content of some of these steels that they're now trying to carburize.
0: When we come back, we'll talk with Justin about how captive heat treaters are using his software. But first, let's talk about your thermocouples. If you're heat treating, you're using thermocouples and Geocorp should be on your list of preferred thermocouple vendors. Since 1989, Geocorp has built a reputation of doing whatever is needed to take care of customers. Because of that commitment, over the last three decades, Geocorp has become one of the leading providers of thermocouple supplies, including thermocouple assemblies, thermocouple wire, thermocouple connectors, thermocouple protection tubes, and much more. In fact, Geocorp was the first manufacturer of both thermocouples and thermocouple wire to be accredited by NVLAP to ISO slash IEC 17025. NVLAP is a U.S. Department of Commerce entity administered by NIST, and Geocorp's quality systems undergo an annual renewal resulting in Geocorp's thermocouple calibration lab being held to the highest standards. If you're looking for competitively priced thermocouples quickly delivered with exceptional customer service, you should contact Geocorp. They're on the web at www.geocorp.com. Inc.com. That's G E O C O R P I N C.com. Justin, we're back. Let's talk a bit more about where manufacturers who have their own in house heat treat might use Dante's software tool.
1: One of the big things that we like to use it for, what we call sensitivity analysis. And and so th- this would be, you know, what happens if my normal process has a little bit of variation or what happens if my process parameters change a little bit. Right. Um, and we've also worked into the model now uh, normal material variation. So if your alloy content is a little on the high side, how will the material behave? A little on the low side, how will it behave? Right. Um, which is Which is a big deal. So, you know, one of those examples then would be like uh, I, I just designed a new part and I want to make sure that it behaves given the range that I know my process can vary. Right. Um, which, all, which all processes will vary. There's no way to make the, the process exactly the same every time. Right. Um, and, and also in the sensitivity, you can ask the question, what process variables is the distortion or stress most sensitive to? And by finding out what process variables cause the most sensitivity, then those are the process variables you really need to pay attention to during processing, where and then the other then the other ones you can kind of you know just make sure they're within range and, and leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Um, development and design are two of the big ones that we're trying to get out there that this software can be used for. Cause everybody knows that it can be used for troubleshooting. Once something goes wrong, yeah, sure. The software is great. And we can kind of help figure out a problem, but why not find the problem before it ever even happens?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we've been trying to get people to use it for development of, of new carburizing and nitriding schedules, as well as new recipe and, and design and even novel processes. So that's, uh, the, you had mentioned our Dante-controlled gas quench. Um, that actually was conceived through all the modeling that we do and, and watching the response of the material and going, wait a second, if we can control the Martensite transformation rate, we can really control the distortion, so let's see if we can do this. Right. So it, things like that can come out of the software um, design as well of optimizing shapes for quench. Um, you can even do quench to fit, which is, I know my part distorts this much, so let me machine it distorted and then it'll fall into shape. Um, optimizing processes. So all of that can be done through design development and you can find these problems before they ever happen. Right. Uh, another, another really big one that, that I liked, and, and Lynn, our owner, is, is really keen on this one, is the understanding of your process. So when you start to set up these models, you have to ask a lot of questions about your process. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the HTC of my process, which relates back to agitation in the tanks, part racking, flow directions... Um, you really need to know times and temperatures of every step in your process. So not just the heat to quench, but what about all those transfers in between, um, all that needs to be done. Um, and then it, so you end up asking a lot of questions like that. Um, the other one is, is I always like to say is that the heat treat software removes the black box.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Um,
1: so it, in the past, right, you know what goes in, you know what comes out, but what happens in the middle is kind of a mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the software kind of helps you figure out what exactly goes on during your process. And right. it can be very eye-opening.
0: When we we talked with... Uh... Uh, James Jan and Andrew Martin I believe it is over at AVL we talked about a variety of different ways they use some of their software and, and they mentioned that you they worked with you guys as well and they were talking even about uh, not even just like a quench agitation a flow direction things of that sort but part orientation as it goes into a quench I assume that would be something also that you guys would be able to help analyze right which way to even put the part into the quench.
1: Oh, sure, sure. And and we've done that. Uh, the one that really comes to mind is, is a long landing gear. Um, this landing gear was, was about three meters in length, and we looked at even slight angles uh, going into the quench tank can have serious consequences on the distortion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely something that, that we've looked at in the past.
0: Just that orientation would help uh, maybe eliminate vapor stage or whatever, I assume, just uh, more pockets.
1: Right, right, right. And and even beyond that, it, it sets up um, thermal gradients kind of in, in different, different locations of the part. So now instead of cooling one section faster, you're cooling it a little slower right. um, and that kind of thing. But that also relates back to... Uh, actual vapor stages and and how bubbles get trapped and right um, but but it, it that goes back to defining boundary conditions, um, which is where software like AVL's fire can really be helpful in understanding flow patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so so y- y- beneficial kind of um, relationship there
0: So the database databases that you use let's just talk about this for a half a second here the ma- the materials that you're able to, I mean there's a host of materials that people are using different you know different materials are using how broad is that database as far as the different types of materials that you can can analyze and model
1: yeah, that's a good question. So we, we have a lot of low alloy, medium alloy, and carburizing, carburizing grades of steel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, right, so uh, the 1000 series, 8600 series, 9300 series, um, th- those types of materials. We've also worked with some of the high alloy aerospace grades uh, like C64 um, and the PyroWare 53 and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right right now, it's all steel. Uh, we, we, there's a lot of talk about being able to do aluminum, because we, we get that question a lot.
0: Um, yeah. I was wondering about that specifically, that, that aluminum and or, of course, when we talk aerospace, we're talking titanium. So any uh, titanium is not on the table at the moment.
1: Uh, it, it, it is, but it isn't. So the interesting thing <laughs> is that there's, there's, there's a phenomenon, precipitation hardening. That goes on in aluminum and titanium, but it also goes on in these high alloy steels, uh-huh. and it's it's a secondary hardening mechanism. Um, so we've we've been working on that, and we feel that once we can handle uh, secondary hardening in steel, then the jump to aluminum and titanium should be pretty straightforward.
0: You got it. Yeah. Okay, so so to recap for the for the, those of us who are, are uh, not as well versed in the product as you are, is you're, basically you've got a simulation software that takes into it takes into account materials, the material that's being used, can uh, also the thermal process that is being uh, the recipe. Okay. And which would include both the heat up, a controlled heat up, and potentially a controlled quench. Is that, is that a reasonable way to describe it in a, in a very broad way?
1: Yeah, so and, and also, so you even uh, the steps before that, uh, carburizing, so if, if the parts carburize, you, you would carburize it first, um, or, nit- or, or nitriding, uh, we just introduced those models. Um, So, so, so you could, you can literally do the entire process um, and it's just not, just not quenching either. So we've, we've done Mar tempering, Oz tempering, normalizing um, all all of these things. So most all normal thermal processing uh, Dante can handle.
0: I think the last question I want to ask you is, is the, you know, who is, who's the ideal person slash company? That would really find the product, the service that you're providing, uh, useful. And I know you mentioned aerospace and automotive, but can we be more specific than that? I mean, who are the where are you finding the most success?
1: Wow, that's a tough question. Generally, everybody that's used our software has found real benefit in it. Um, we've gotten good. Um, We've tried to get testimonials from from a lot of folks. Um, It it can be difficult um, because of their companies. But uh, from Cummins, we've gotten good responses. And also from GM, we've gotten good responses. Mm -hmm. Um, And and they've they've used it to... uh, One of them's used it to actually introduce new material um, and, and replace a legacy material that's now saving them quite a bit of money. Um, GM's used it to look at process design and optimization. Um, but I, I would say mainly the people that are going to benefit the most are the folks that have an analyst to be able to, to do the simulation almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's, it's one of those things, the more you do, the more you see, um, and the more you kind of understand what is happening. Right. Uh, but, but really, anybody that does heat treatment can benefit from understanding what's going on in their process.
0: Right, right. You mentioned Cummins, and I'm uh, looking as we as we talk here, I'm looking at your website. I just want to read, read a paragraph here. It says, Dante Heat Treat Simulation Software has been a great boon to Cummins. Since we started using their software, we have gone through several projects that have increased our understanding of heat treatment, and some of which uh, have saved us production costs. One example was enabling us to gain the leverage needed to make a material and process change on a legacy product that is now saving us at least 25% on material costs. The team at Dante Solutions has always been very accommodating It's very quick to give assistance and feedback whenever troubles arise, even when the troubles are caused by other parts of the simulation and not Dante itself. I looked I look forward to working with Dante team in the coming years. As we expand our list of engineers who use this software, and that was from Brian W at Cummins. So, so this uh, that leads me to one other question, actually. So, when a person interacts with you, <clears throat> are they buying software as a service? Are you are are you provide? Is it cloud based or is it something that they purchase, a license for one computer, one user? How how's it how's it work? So
1: they, they there's a couple different ways. so they can lease it annually um, and all or they can essentially buy the software and then lease a license annually. Mm-hmm. Um, and the software can go either on their computer or it can go on a server at their company. Um, we also have options for corporations uh, where you can essentially get software at, at different locations. Um, so, we have a lot of options, and, and we can work with customers if they have unique unique needs. Uh, that's one of the benefits of being a smaller company. We're, we're pretty flexible like that.
0: Dante's mission statement from their website has a nice ring to it. Here it is. Dante Solutions is determined to promote the use of simulation in the heat-treat industry. From design to troubleshooting, Dante Solutions believes everyone can benefit from a little simulation in their life. So if you're looking to remove some of the mystery from your heat treat process, you might consider trying a cyber trip over to www.dante-solutions.com. That's D-A-N-T-E hyphen solutions.com. If you'd like to get in touch with Justin Sims at Dante, please email me, Doug Glenn, directly at doug at heattreattoday.com and I'll put you in touch with Justin. Don't forget to contact Geocorp for any of your thermocouple supply needs. They've been providing excellent customer service and fast deliveries since 1989. Thermocouples, assemblies, wires, connectors, tubes, and calibration services. If it has to do with thermocouple, Geocorp can help. On the web at www.geocorpinc.com. If there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered on Heat Treat Radio or if you'd like to sponsor a future episode, please email me at doug at This and all past episodes of Heat Treat Radio are the sole property of Heat Treat Today and may not be reproduced in part or in whole without advance written permission from Heat Treat Today. This episode was produced and most of the music you hear was created by Jonathan Lloyd of Butler, Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening.